Welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. I am Julie Walker, and I am joined today by the one and only Miss Johnson from Jewett Academy. Well, Jewett School of the Arts. We have to be careful because there's Jewett Academy up the road. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be invited. I'm glad you could make it. I know it's it's been pretty hectic to try and figure out schedule-wise, but I'm really glad. So today's episode is called Bridging the Gap. And I know I always try to make sure I send questions ahead of time so that everybody can kind of get prepared. But I do have a little something later on that you didn't get to prepare for. I know people enjoy that one, too. I love surprises. (laughs) Awesome. So first, tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional background. Well, I started my education um, background just by happenstance, as a matter of fact. Okay. And I originally was in the field of medicine. Oh. And I moved to another state and was going back into medicine. And I believe the Lord just kind of works things out mm-hmm. a certain way. And when you want to do something, he kind of chuckles. Yeah. And he chuckled and said, oh, that's what you thought you wanted to do. This is what you should do. So um, I started that off in North Carolina uh-huh. and then I uh, came to Florida okay. and kind of tried to go back into medicine again. Uh-huh. And he just laughed even harder. <laughs> said you thought I was joking and so went back into education and kind of stayed there and have been the happiest ever I totally love it that's great um okay so thank you for telling us a little bit about yourself so in our profession we hear the phrase bridging the gap a lot we usually are talking about it when we're talking about kids but the reason I wanted to have you on was because I wanted to see if we could figure out how to bridge the gap between admin and teachers. And I think it's really important for us to think about it in those terms of bridging the gap because it's the same terminology we already use in the classroom with kids. Correct. Um, And especially when we're trying to move kids into the proficient range. Um, So what would bridging the gap mean to you as admin? I think that um, when we look at the differences between coming in an administrative role, Mm -hmm. in in an instructional role, there tends to be a known, and there's also kind of an unknown gap. Mm -hmm. And I say that because the first thing that we think of is just the level difference as well. That's the principal, this is the teacher, there's a a difference there. But the unknown um, little gap sometimes is where the, um, it's important to acknowledge that Uh, personalities and respect of Mm. persons kind of creates a little gap so when we talk about bridging I think um, uh, respect of persons is how we build um, a bridge to kind of pull both of those the known and the unknown together because we have to first come in and understand that we are all professionals in Mm -hmm. our field in whatever the background is. Right. And to me, that's the most important thing, Yeah, is that we have to honor that, yeah. whatever that level may happen to be, because mm-hmm. we all have other backgrounds and opportunities that we've been blessed with that we bring to the table. Yeah. And I think that starts immediately layering those bricks to build the bond between both of us. Yeah. And um, I, I guess I come in and I have a probably a different stance on it because, mm-hmm. um, the role holds one name, but I feel the position is more of a support. Okay. And I think support is what helps to bridge the gap. Yeah. Because I don't intend 
to add on mm -hmm. to the platter, my intention is to turn the platter into a plate. Okay. And I think that's more important. Yeah, support and is really important for us teachers. Support is very important yeah. because um, we have all been there yeah. before. Mm -hmm. It's not new. And we know that it could be really difficult. But if I appreciate and respect mm -hmm. your heart and your intentions into what you're doing, yeah. then it really helps me to be able to pull off of your platter yeah. and to help you to be able to work with the plate. I can juggle a plate a whole lot better than <laughs> I can juggle a platter. Yeah, and I think for us teachers, respect goes a long way because yeah. we're in here every day and we're trying our hardest. And I think I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast, but I think teachers tend to be the... Um, perfectionists yeah. and we want so bad for everything to go right and so you know we kind of get that when somebody walks in our room is everything gonna go right is everything you know the way I've Im imagined in my head or you know we we just want to be respected for the time and effort we put into That's it right. and so yeah I definitely feel that I this role has been the most supported in my education career and I, I think um, a lot of us feel that way even right down to like I need something printed and I send it to you and you print it for me sure well. sometimes we just need those little things and it's so appreciated that's right and we <laughs> um we, we try our very best um we definitely are held to a certain level of expectations mm -hmm. within our professional field mm -hmm. um and there's guidelines that we have to adhere to um and we appreciate we have to appreciate them yeah. and they're we don't always come in on the same understanding of what everybody's rationale is, but if we as individuals hold true to what drove us into education to begin with, mm -hmm. what drove us in there are the children that we serve. Yes. The future is what drove us there. Yeah. If we remember that we're here to craft, we're here to invest in mm -hmm. and to develop that child, mm -hmm. then it really doesn't matter. Anything else doesn't matter. Right. We have to focus on the child. Yeah. Now, my focus on the child is and should be different than your focus on the yeah. child. As an instructional leader in your classroom, my focus as an instructional leader for the school is going to and should be different. Yeah. Appreciate the both. Mm -hmm. But they are two different focuses. Right. But between the two focuses, we now will create a better, a stronger, more prepared, more developed individual. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Absolutely. Take us out the picture. It's the kid. Yes. So what do we need to do to help that kid? Yeah. What I need to do is to help move that platter to a plate, then you can invest more yes. into that kid. Absolutely. Um, and I understand wholeheartedly, uh, what it takes, the time, the attention, yeah. the love that teachers put into mm -hmm. what they do for their children in their classroom. Yeah. It's immeasurable. Yeah. And it pays out in dividends in the end. Yes. And sometimes it takes years for us to see that pay out. Because, yes, it does. You know, it's, it takes the siblings being in our class and now we get to see that kid again. Yes. Or them finding us on social media and us Going being like. Publix or Walmart. Oh, yes. Or somewhere. And they're working now. Yes. And a productive part of society. And we really were worried, you know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we've kind of spoken about this before and I appreciate your wisdom on this so much. But I'm still kind of on the fence about whether I want to finish my master's or not, and if I want to change from, you know, um, ed leadership to curriculum and design or things like that. So would you say that getting a master's in ed leadership is important for education? Why or why not? 
I do think it's important. <laughs> um, I do think it's important. I, I encourage anyone to continue to go on as far as your heart desires for you to go in education, wherever that may happen to be. Right. Whether you want to get a master's, you want to go for a doctorate, you're getting some specialist degree, whatever it may happen to be. Right. Um, I definitely encourage people to go. I certainly believe that a master's in education either side is valuable. Okay. That master level gives you um, another layer of of the school functions, mm -hmm. the school workings, the politics behind it, yeah. um, the legalization of certain things is important to have that yeah. you did not get when you were going for your bachelor's degree. Right. But which would be great if they put it in the bachelor's. It would degree. be great if they There's were to put so it in the bachelor's. Much, yeah. But that's so important, which mm -hmm. is what you're diving towards, mm -hmm. which is why I do believe that you need to go. Um, ed leadership is important. Mm -hmm. Ed leadership really teaches you a lot. Um, yes, it dives into school finance. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a couple of classes on law. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to cover a lot, though and um, management, yeah, and that's very important. Mm -hmm. Education management looks different than management does for someone that's going to get an MBA or someone that might be working for some other type of a field. Right. Education management is different, okay, and it does lend itself to be appreciated a little bit more once you finish a master's program yeah. on the end. And there's a lot of great programs out there. Um, when I went through my master's program, one of the instructors, I had to take three classes from him, and he was a veteran, well-appreciated administrator for Polk County Public Schools at the time, okay. and um, nice. knew him very well, <laughs> and he was amazing. Oh, um, the beginning reputation was like, you got to have this class, <laughs> but be ready for his class because wow. don't come not prepared, don't come having not read, don't right. come, you know, you, you need to be ready because he doesn't play. Yeah. And um, I was ready every single time, but in the end, I appreciated that class so much. Yeah. And um, I just took it on to so many other things. Yeah. I think it's worth it. I think there's a lot of value in the next level as mm -hmm. an educator, as a master's degree. Yeah. And I believe that at leadership, whether you choose to go into leadership or not, right. has a lot of value, mm -hmm. especially as someone that is, um, I would say, specifically once you get to third and higher, mm -hmm. you would value that master's in yeah. leadership a little bit more. I, you know, I go back and forth because I want to finish. There's, there's something in me that just loves to learn. Obviously, I'm a teacher, but yes. um, I just love to learn, and I enjoy that aspect of things. But I'm so burnt out of the leadership positions of things that I don't want to be forced into a leadership role when I'm not yeah. ready. Yeah. So I, you know, I go back and forth on it, but I also enjoy curriculum. Mm -hmm. Like I just love to break down curriculum find the best way to teach it, create things with it. And so that's where I'm like, but I'm going to enjoy this part more. So I, I go back and forth, you know. And the interesting piece to that is because a lot of the curriculum part is not in the Master's for Ed Leadership. Mm -hmm. However, a Master's in Ed Leadership 
lend you the opportunities to work in curriculum at a deeper level. That's true. You're just going to do it more um, in that um, more of an administrator role, mm -hmm. but you can still focus your your attention in in the areas of curriculum mm -hmm. in either field. Doesn't matter, but you can still hold a true emphasis in that curriculum yeah. with an ed leadership degree. That's so great. don't dismiss that. <laughs> now I will tell you, um, programs are different. Yeah. But many programs require that you get ed leadership certification on your certificate mm. before you have officially completed the program. Oh. So you have to take the ed leadership test mm. and get ed leadership on your certificate. And then they acknowledge that as the completion of the program. Oh. But there are some that do not require that. Oh. They, you don't have to take the test. Mm -hmm. They just, you're doing the classes. So you need to take a look at that yeah. and find out what that requirement is. Yeah. Because if you're a lover of learning mm -hmm. and you just appreciate being able to go further and get the master's in ed leadership, maybe you decide later you want to go get a master's in curriculum design <laughs> and then you'll get that specialist degree. Yeah. That's, that's certainly your choice. Yeah. But you may decide, hmm, I'm not really interested in getting taking the test and having it on my certificate right. because you know the world of what happens yes. on your certificate yes. opens you up for uh -huh. Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah. So um, you just have to look to find out if that's a requirement of the program right. or not. Um, don't let advice. it deter you mm -hmm. to pick a program, Yeah. but do understand what the expectations are from that institution right. because that tells a lot about the institution as towards how many people they can successfully complete the assessment because right. that's the purpose of the program is to have you be able to pass the test. Yeah. And so you just want to make sure that you understand what you're walking yourself into. Good advice. But yes, I do believe <laughs> you should do it. Thank you. Okay, so what is something you love about your job? I love the children. Yeah. Hands down, mm -hmm. I love the children. I love working with teachers and working to build teachers. Um, yeah. That's that's what I love. Yeah. Um, at this point in the game, mm -hmm. that's really why I focus a lot on taking off the platter. Right. Because I appreciate that. I love sitting down. I, I love it when we can sit down and have real conversations yeah. um, that focus just around growth for the both of us. Mm -hmm. um, we are really looking at what can we do to make whatever it is better. Yeah. I like to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I love when I can speak with teachers that appreciate that neither one of us are aficionados, that we are both learning yeah. together. And hey, I have this idea. Let's give this a shot. Yeah. Or, That's what Ms. Wilson and I talked about yeah. a lot. It's just that collaboration and being able to bounce ideas off yes. of people. That's what I love too. I yes. enjoy that a lot. That's that's what I'm all about. Yeah. And um, because those ideas, again, goes back to the student because that's mm -hmm. what we're here for. Yeah. Those ideas are there to help make that student stronger, mm -hmm. to help make that student better. But if we can do that together and then we can do that within our team, mm -hmm. wow, what could happen if all the teams in this building are doing that? Yeah. We rock. Yeah. We rock. We are not perfect. No. We are going to get better. Mm -hmm. But if the one team here is doing it and this team is doing it and this team is doing it and we're all having those fruitful conversations yes. about how to master our craft mm -hmm. for the betterment of our children mm -hmm. who becomes better in the end the children. children yeah absolutely 
What's something you wish you could change about your job? Well, when the summer comes, uh -huh. I wish I had the kids longer. Oh, really? Because it's very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I One of the things that I really wish is I had more teacher time. Okay. I wish I had more teacher time. Like being able to collaborate and, yes. and do that kind of stuff? Okay. Yes. But I think you you really enjoy the the breakdown of the standards and the that that part of yeah well see and the those conversations we've had have been really good so yeah. i could always tell you enjoyed the curriculum side i get too. excited i really do yeah um i just i wish i had more more time yeah just to to touch them and to work with them and just you know i love to be able to have those conversations mm -hmm. because when i come around in the end then i can come and see i love to sit down in the classrooms and <laughs> I'm, I'm just, sometimes I'm in the room and I'm not there for observations or I'm not there to evaluate. Mm -hmm. I'm just there observing great learning. Yeah. And to be able to engage with their learning. Yeah. That's just the fun part of our job. Just watching them grow. Yeah. That's what we enjoy doing. I can say I, as a teacher, you're probably one of my first admin that comes in just to enjoy watching the learning process. And I, I think that's where a lot of us teachers kind of clam up and we get a little nervous. We're like, are you here to evaluate? But I, I think getting to know you and getting to know your heart about it and seeing how you interact with my teams when they're working on stuff, I'm like, oh, she's just enjoying the lesson. Okay, we're good today. You that's know? it. I'm just <laughs> enjoying it. And, and I, I, if I could do so much more of that, mm -hmm. that would just be marvelous yeah. because um, I love watching them learn. Seeing them when they come at the beginning of the year and, you know, they're, they're just so kitty and then they <laughs> grow up. But to experience this part of them that is just learning mm -hmm. and you just watch these light bulbs go off like fireworks. Yeah. That's so much fun fun and when I'm in the class and I'm watching teachers teach oh my goodness it's amazing <laughs> just to sit there and watch and I'm I'm just sitting there I'm not saying anything I'm just watching you do what you do yeah because you do it so well that's what I want to see yeah we've got some phenomenal teachers here mm -hmm. at JSA yeah um and just to sit back and watch them work yeah it's phenomenal do you have a favorite age range of kids like I in thought the learning I did. process? Okay. I thought I did. Apparently not. <laughs> I, nope. No. <laughs> when I came to do a school of the art, that changed. Okay. Um, if anyone would have asked me previously, this is again where, you know, if you ever want to have the Lord laugh, just tell them what your ideas are. <laughs> yeah. So I would have said, oh, no, not elementary school. No, <laughs> no. I have to wipe noses. I have yes. to tie shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, it would definitely be middle school. When I got here, oh my goodness, I <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love it. 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 These awesome. kids are amazing. So to see the work that our dynamic kinder queens do down there oh, yeah. is phenomenal. I like that name for them, kinder the queens. Kinder queens. I love it. They are fantastic yeah. down there. Um, and then you go on to first grade, each one of them all the way up. I love it. There is yeah. a unique appreciation to work with yeah. elementary kids. Um, I, I just, 
And that, you that, get I, a unique I, appreciation I of band. it because you see from kindergarten up, like the, the longer up. you're at the school, the more you get to see that child grow. Yes. So you have a, a different perspective, which is awesome. Most certainly. This school affords that opportunity because you get to see these children from pre-K all the way through eighth grade. Yeah. I, I've been, again, blessed that I have had experiences in elementary, middle school, and high school mm -hmm. before coming to Jewett School of the Arts. Right. And um, I truly enjoy this parallel here. Mm -hmm. Elementary's been so much fun. Yeah. Elementary kids are fantastic. Yeah. Elementary, elementary teachers are powerful. Yes. Very powerful. They hold so much right in their hands when it comes to these little minds. Yeah. And they craft it so well. They just entangle the work so well that at the end, they've built a phenomenal piece of art. Mm. One of the unique things that we have here on this campus is the appreciation for the fine arts, but I don't know how often you get a chance just to go down to the fine arts teachers. I, I'm not very often. Because no. they are magnificent. Mm. Uh, the way they incorporate what our elementary teachers are teaching, and I know they do it for secondary as well, mm -hmm. But the way they incorporate the focuses and emphasis, and they have been coming in um, and either checking with us, with our grade level chairs, um, if they've come into planning, they have an investment in the academics yeah, and not just the art. And I love and appreciate that so much at this school yeah, because in order for our children to be really successful or to the level that we know that they can be, mm -hmm. it has to be pervasive throughout our campus. Yes. They are the bridge to that pervasiveness on our campus. That's awesome. And they do it very well. Aww. So then when our children do leave us from elementary and they go to middle school, mm -hmm. we can send them a much better group. Yeah. And they can then start to work their magic in the middle school area. Yeah. Because they have a tough job. Oh, yeah. A really tough job in middle school. Yeah. And our middle school teachers do wonders there. Mm -hmm. They have these children that are coming from these little babies mm -hmm. to realize that, you know what, I, I am somebody. Yeah. And they hold their heads a little bit higher when they get here to fifth grade. Yeah. But they then have to leave to go to middle school and they gotta refine who they are. Yeah. While they're trying All to those realize awkward years. those awkward <laughs> yes. years. Those teachers are tasked mm -hmm. with developing those awkward years. Yeah. To prepare them for high school where they got to be young adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's hard. And that's a big change from fifth grade to ninth grade. Yes, it is. There's a lot that happens in their minds, their yes. bodies, their everything. That's right. Bless their hearts. All right. We have time for my favorite segment ever. It's called I Remember When. Okay. So I'm going to give you a scenario or a topic and you just have to answer using a I Remember When. Okay. Okay. Your first year teaching. Oh boy. So my first year in the classroom, I remember <laughs> when I had a student, and this is going to go to the love of my work and what I do. I remember when I had a student during our very first data chat, mm. this child um, was um, bigger, uh, older, older kid, it's right. an older kid. And um, this child was quiet. Mm and abstinent about learning and really knew that they didn't want to be there, they didn't like school mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. It was like pulling teeth. And we sat down and we had a data chat. Mm -hmm. 
we had our previous test assessments, we did our first progress monitoring, and now we need to just sit down and come to the table. And they felt because it was intensive learning that I really am intensive. I can't do this, I can't learn, I am intensive. And we had an interesting conversation because this child was what I call knocking at the door mm. to be an improficiency. Mm. That's it. a different conversation. Yeah. Totally different conversation to have. Mm -hmm. I'm not having a conversation of, you know what, you're almost there, let's see what we could do because you need help on this and this and this and this. The tables turned because the child said, I just knew I couldn't do it. I thought good at reading, I can't learn very well. We had a long conversation and I heard a lot of I can't, I can't, I can't and I'm just sitting there amazed. I'm like, okay, so should we look at these numbers? Let's have a talk about that. Yeah. So you know you were only a point away from this and a point away from that, a couple of points from here, a couple of points in this category. I said, well, let's talk about how many questions are each point mm -hmm. so you can understand in each category because of the weights and everything. So we had that conversation, like, well, I only had to answer a couple of questions, right? Uh, well, yeah, mm. that's about all you needed. Yeah. Having that conversation right there, mm -hmm. well, I, I didn't really try because I didn't know that I could do. Right. And then at the end of the year, that child blows the door open. Oh, that's awesome. I remember when I had children that thought that their value was not great enough because they always struggled at learning. Yeah. I remember when I had conversations with children, real talk, yeah. about what their capabilities are and where their learning can soar. Mm. I remember when my work in the classroom changed because they were able to see their value in themselves and their ability to learn. That's so important. I remember when children blew down the door because they appreciated the value that someone else had in them mm -hmm. so that they could have it in themselves. So that's, that's my I remember one. I love that. That It really reminds me one of my, um, I thought it was one of my worst years. <laughs> but it really comes back to perspective. I had one student that is the very same thing. He just lacked the confidence. And his mom, his mom was amazing. But his mom at the end of the year is like, I was, I knew I was switching schools. That school was way, it was an hour and a half drive. It was crazy. Oh boy. But, um, the mom was like, um, I'll buy you Starbucks every day. Please come back. <laughs> I was like, because we built his confidence. That's right. It's, it, confidence is so important for it these is. kids. It is. Thank you so much for being with me. Look, there's the bell. <laughs> perfect timing. Yes. Perfect timing. So Thank you so much for being with me, and you guys can look forward to my last and final podcast for season one next week. Bye. Thank you.